wrestling fans, are you ready? You better get those Magusta Pops. It's time for all the kayfabe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Welcome to the Water Cafe Podcast, a pro wrestling podcast. I am your host, the Venomous One, Nick Venom, along with my two good friends, Staggerly Crocker, and the man who is too big for Water Cafe. I give you Dan the Mother Effin' Man. Tonight, we have a very special guest GCW wrestler, deathmatch wrestler. The one, the only, I give you, Sam Stackhouse. Brother, welcome to the show, man. I think you're frozen. Cut out, but I can still see everybody moving. Yeah, we can, can, we can edit the intro. We can yeah, the intro. All right. It'll be fine. Sam, welcome to the show, bro. What's Unfrozen up? Sam, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, man. How you doing on this lovely uh, Monday night? Oh man, I'm good. It's been, it's been a day, so I'm glad to unwind and hang out with you guys for a little bit. Some fun. Right. <laughs> As you can see, uh, we we like to start this off with the Magusta Pop because you know, uh, as our good friend Juice says it about a million times, and he did it last week on the uh, on the JP Dub episode. Might as well get this out the way. Ready? Magusta. <laughs> At the acoustics. And one more for juice. Me gusta. I get that little echo in. That was pretty good. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, guys, how are you doing on this lovely Monday night? Chilling. What are you drinking over there? Pickle juice? No, it's uh, it's uh, tequila and Mountain Dew. Cause okay, it looked like pickle I'm juice. Not. That man said he's jacked I'm up not. on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Man, tequila and diet Mountain Dew because I'm watching my figure. So. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to take never, that. Never one. tried. Yeah, never tried that one. That was a, that's an interesting uh, mix right there because I never heard of a diet Mountain Dew and tequila mix. Sounds very interesting. Is it good? I, just, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to try it. I, I like tequila and I had Mountain Dew, so. Kind of put them together. He's like, "Why not mix the shits together?" Yeah, I'm telling you, nice because it's jacked up on Mountain Dew. Jacked up on Mountain Dew. That's a that's a classic. If anybody doesn't know, Talladega Nights it is absolutely yeah, a like classic. Spider Monkey. That is like, that whole scene <laughs> is just. I may be nine years old, but I'll kick your ass. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> Generation, my ass. Tom broke off some punk. <laughs> oh man, no, but. This was supposed to be an episode a couple weeks ago, but unfortunately, yeah. you got sick. Uh, did you catch yeah. the COVID by any chance, or no? Nah, my daughter's my daughter got strep. And, oh, yeah. I thought that I had it, but I was I was just I was just feeling like crap that day, and I was fine the next day. But she was sick, and now my wife's got it. So <laughs> we, we didn't but, want you to we didn't want you to you know be like fifty percent on the show. We want you to go oh, full yeah. throttle, hundred percent on the show. Well, I'm yeah. glad to be here, dude. I tell you what, I had a pretty interesting weekend. I tell you that. Um, went to a comic 
uh, comic book convention down by where I live, I met the one, the only, the hardcore legend, Mr. Mick F. And Foley. That's why I'm wearing my Mankind shirt. The shirt I was supposed to wear, um, but instead wore my NWO Wolfpack shirt because I thought that Kevin Nash was going to be there. He didn't show up. <sighs> Apparently, he had traveling issues. So, uh, Delta. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> what? Hold on, y'all. No, keep going. It's okay. Okay, Whoa. for the whole show, this is what we're doing today. We're covering Thanks, dance face with the world of Kevin logo. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hold on. What the fuck? Ah, oh I'm boy, a, I'm a floating beard. Oh, <laughs> you are. How the fuck? Vince McMahon's uh, idea got, come to got, life. You, you gotta turn your ring light off. Yeah, turn the ring light off. There, it there is on. I had to refresh. It's it's okay. <laughs> oh there god, that, that had me cracking up. I was that has, a, that's gotta be a real. Was, all I was was an eyeball and beard. That needs to be a real, Joey. You gotta make that a real. <laughs> Interview I, Sam Sackhouse is one thing, but we gotta get a blooper in there. Like we got Kick Cash on there. Bear City Bruiser on there. We're gonna get a Sam Stackhouse, obviously. We gotta get Dan's fucking up on the uh, <laughs> on the reel. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm sure, my freezing this. Finally fixed my damn internet. Fixed the damn thing on my computer. Well, I'm just well, I'm I'm just glad I got a new camera. Cause remember the Kid Cash interview, man. Oh, All God. my shit kept. Oh, you was getting hacked by the Undertaker or something, dude. Jesus literally. Christ. But I will say this. Matter of fact, I am now a proud owner of not just one, but both Def Jam uh, Def Jam games. Dude, nice. that's dude, that's nice. I am inevitable, as Thanos would say. Bro, hey, did you get Def Jam Vendetta from Davey? No, as a matter of fact, I didn't. I got it from the con itself. So at the con, they had a special like video game section. And I got this game, and I got Midnight Club 3 Double Edition, but it's the remix, which I thought was, the, I think, the better version of the game because it had better, like, they improved on the graphics. They improved on, like, a couple things. They added a couple things as well. And not to mention the fact that the other side was all strictly Japanese gaming, like, like shit that came from Japan. Oh, like, like imports. Like it's yeah, imports. So basically you'll see this, but instead of like EA Sports Big, it's Chinese or Japanese lettering. EA Sports Dangono. Exactly. <laughs> EA Sports but hey, hey, the biggest thing is how much did you pay for Def Gem Vendetta? So normally online you you're looking about a solid two hundred. The black yes. label like this one, Jeez. you're looking about yes. three hundred. Yes. Fifty five bucks. That's not bad. Davey was there, and Davey, like, lost it. He's like, oh, my God, I wouldn't pay that much for that. Yeah, Fuck speaking of that, greatest hits. Like, dude, speaking of Davey, um, if you're watching this, ho, you need to reach out to me about that SmackDown. Fuck Davey. Fuck Davey. <laughs> but, yeah, I got that. Um, proud owner of this game and proud owner of this game. This one, however... The meat, meat, the potatoes yeah. right here, buddy. Sam I, Sam, I don't know if you're a gamer, but that Def Jam Pfeiffer NY... Ooh, that well, game I got both. Expensive. This one. Crazy. I never would have. I, I mean, I've never played those games when I was younger, but I never would have guessed that they bro, were expensive. Now. Bro, I'll tell you that's this. That's crazy. A hundred twenty bucks, and that's cheap. Wow. Yeah. Compared that's to what it is on I, the internet. I, I've seen Mint 
factory sealed go for, for over fifteen hundred dollars. Whoa! Yeah, that's it's it's, it's so, it's so crazy. Like the, the shit retro- that I, that was just crazy. The shit you said when you're a kid, and you just like. It yeah. was just something then. Well, and you know like what? Freaking blows my brain. Well, well hey, and, yeah. and you know the crazy I, thing is. Hold on, real quick, Joey. You know the crazy thing is, I probably had when I was young every game that Nick has, including yeah. Def Jam Five for NY. Not thinking, oh, fifteen years from now, I can sell this for six hundred bucks. No, I'm just gonna go trade it at GameStop for eight bucks. Yeah. Well, when oh, yeah. I was uh, I was in like fourth grade, fourth and fifth grade. You know, that, like three million dollar card or whatever that, that homeboy wore out around his neck. Yeah. Oh shit! I yes. like three of those. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you I, this: I, 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 I have millions of dollars worth of Pokemon cards. If I could go back and just rob my kids' stuff and bring them back, I oh would. Oh my do god! It. I used to play this game on the on the uh, Nintendo uh, called Cowboy Kid, and I didn't know it back back then. It, it apparently it's really rare now because it's like two hundred dollars because it's like a really yeah, rare game. Is. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So my backstory again, fight for the NY. I never played it. The only thing was I had, I don't know if you remember this back in the day, but when PlayStation 2, they would come out with like jam packs. It was basically mm-hmm. a bunch of demos into one little disc and they were oh, yeah. Yeah. And it had like certain yeah. games that were playable and then certain other games that was like a trailer or whatever the yeah. case may be. Uh, mm-hmm. And this one, it was Solid Hill for the room. It was ATV Off-Road Fury 3. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, I want to say Snake Eater, and of course, Fight for the NY. And there was like a few other games as well. But like, Fight for the NY, it was, man, I want to I want to check this game out because it's like, I'm digging yeah. rap. You know what I mean? Like, that was like my John Cena phase when I was doing like this, wearing yeah. my hats like this. I got the freaking chain <laughs> looking like a stupid poser. I have yeah. my freaking Tracy McGrady jersey. Like, yeah, bro. Like, what's up? <laughs> And it was perfect because I was like, man, I'm going to get fight for the NY. My mom was like, you're not getting that game. That game, no, you're not getting that game. It's like, why, mom? It's like, Nick, it's a bunch of rappers. They got Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg's back. It's like, put chips on my nizzle, dog. He's not that bad. Like, I was 11 years old, bro. Like, I had no chill. And then finally, last year, in my shelf, in my possession, we had to get it fixed. The CD was jacked up like my buddy Davey had two discs one was a loose copy and it was only for a quarter yes the CD was worth a quarter because apparently it was like a giant scratch mark on it and he didn't realize Oof. it and then that one that he's been having had a scratch and he had his buddy fix it and it was like I had to hug the man I'm like come here I don't yeah, hug men that awesome. often but you on the other hand I'm <laughs> hug because you just made 11 year old's dream come true so it was it was it was a cool moment to have that game and you know all that good shit. I also got like all the SmackDown games, all the other bullshit. So nice. yeah, I was able to snatch a pop figure for you guys, as you can see. Nice. I was able to get that, but that's not the main pop that I'm very happy about. Y'all keep talking. Huh? I'm gonna show a certain pop so, that it belongs. So I figure I'd go ahead and just start with the first question really quick. Uh, pretty customary question. You've probably answered 20 million times. Uh, when did, uh, when did you become a wrestling fan, man? And, um, how did you uh, pursue your wrestling training? Uh, my brother is the one that introduced me to wrestling when I was a kid. So, oh my God, you're gone again. No, I'm still here. Uh, I'm still here. 
<laughs> All I see is a beard, and oh, now your eyeballs are gone. Oh, uh, but anyways, uh, it was my brother that got me into wrestling. Uh, he's the first one that showed it to me when I was a kid. The first like live pay per view I remember watching was the ECW pay per view. Oh, like, nice! Like ninety seven or ninety eight or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, and I mean, obviously, I mean, we fell in love with it. Like, oh snap, that's nice. I, like I finally, I was finally able to snatch a pop figure of my one of my all time favorite wrestlers, the one, the the what one, the, the only. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the the dodo. With, you with you the gotta background. turn off. You gotta turn off the virtual background, man. It's not working out. Yeah. Tonight. So this was uh, fifty bucks, right? My buddy saw it. He's like, "Hey, Nick, look." It's like, "What? Oh, thank you." <laughs> Gave the money. There you go. Fuck you, man. All that. Like, I was excited, bro. Like to have this, and then it's, it's this variant I was looking for. So hard to find it, and apparently Dan's in San Francisco now, the Golden Gate Bridge. Anyway, but yeah, um, what was your first pay per view? Was ECW, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Do you know what was the name of that pay per view by any chance? Uh, I had, I was going to remind myself to remember, but Hardcore Heaven. <laughs> No, it was uh, November to remember. I think it was guilty as charged, like ninety seven or ninety eight, one of those two. So, but uh, the RVD was, uh, guilty. I thought as it was cool back then. He doesn't want a tire, which nice. It's, it's up there. You don't see it, but it's up there. So, as a matter of fact, I, I should oh, yeah, have got that, nice. signed that belt right there. I thought about. It. I signed the other one instead, the real one. But yeah, I, like um, too, though. I didn't, this is where my age is going to show. So ECW was a pay-per-view that my, or a brand that my mom refused to let me watch. Like uh, my mom would let me watch WCW. She let me watch WF at that time. Like during the nineties, WF was an attitude era where I was like yeah. doing boobies every other night, every other Monday, whatever the case may be. But, oh, we don't want you to watch ECW then. Their vibe. So I didn't watch ECW up until like almost towards when they like closed the doors. So we had Kit yeah. Cash on the show a few episodes ago. And uh-huh. them two, Dan and Joey, are more familiar with Kit Cash. Whereas myself, I knew Kit Cash based off of his WWE run with the Cruiserweights and all that good stuff. And I mean, it was fun having him on the show and it was fun and Dan's green screen's fucking up yet again. Uh, and um, speaking of Kid Cash, I think we're gonna have him back on in May. Sometime. Oh, sick! Nice. Yeah, he messaged hey. me the other. He messaged me the other day. Well, fancy that. It's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, man. When you can say that on a daily basis, you talk to an ECW original. I think it's pretty damn cool. Should get RVD on the show. What? Yeah, yeah. Whole effing show. That'd be sick. No, yeah, um, well, I can see a fucking stack out. Oh, you must be high. <laughs> yes, he's he's coming on here. Here. <laughs> yeah, but 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 as I was asking you really quick, man, how did you pursue your wrestling training? Did you go through anybody in particular? Uh, yeah, like, I was at a party. I was like 17 or 18 and uh, I was wearing a wrestling shirt. So me and this guy started talking 
And then uh, he told me that there was a place that did like local shows in the town. I was living in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the time. And uh, he told me that there's a place that did local shows. So I started going to shows and then like an intermission and stuff, they would plug that they had a school or whatever. If you want to be a wrestler or referee yeah. or whatever, you could come train. So I went to the shows and just sat in front row for like the first, like for like six months or so, because they ran every Saturday and I was just going to the shows. And then finally on a Tuesday, I showed up for the uh, training class. Paid my hundred dollars to start training, and then uh, I trained for that was in February or March, and then I had my first match in on October seventeenth, two thousand nine. So nice, nice. It's been a minute. I'm an old man. <laughs> now, did you were you always in the in the deathmatch scene, or is this just something as of last couple of years you just started doing here and there? Oh no! I just I just dabble in the death matches. I'm not like <laughs> I like every every time I tell you that I yeah I just I just dabble in the death matches. I do a few of them a year just because I mean I, I'm a fan of it, but I'm not a death match guy. There's those guys are doing stuff that like just it's crazy. Some of the stuff these dudes are doing. So I just dabble in it every so often, you know. Because especially I'm, I'm from Oklahoma and I spent most of my career in Oklahoma, and we have a commission. So there's I've already pushed the limits of everything I can do here anyway. So. <laughs> I am having Oklahoma's first death match, uh, April 15th though. So that's going to be, yeah, that's what, that's what Joey was saying. Joey, do you want to say something to him about that? So so how how does that exactly work with the commission? Cause out here in Missouri, we got like no blood and all that. (laughs) Oh, see we're well, we're allowed to bleed. It just like, it has to be like, it has to be hard way. (laughs) So (laughs) there's no gigging and stuff like that. Like, it's just, we're not allowed to use like glass and glass and stuff. Basically, basically we're, we're not supposed to use anything that can like slice you or stab you. So that's pretty much, that's pretty much, you know, as long as we're not using glass and like, I've gotten away, like uh, I've gotten away with using, like I said, I've pretty much pushed it to the limit. I use tags and, and we've used fire. We've used, uh, but we've used glass before, but not like I've never, I've still, I've never taken a light tube in my life. So I, I haven't, I haven't dabbled that hard yet. What <laughs> I've done everything I mean, but light tubes. I've done skewers and fire and barbed wire and everything else. Oh yeah, I was gonna take. I was gonna say you took skewers from Masada, dude. Yeah, yeah. What, what would you? That. What, what, what would you say is the worst? Oh, the skewers, hands down. Skewers, skewers, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done in my life. And it wasn't even. It wasn't even from like a pain perspective. It like I've tried to explain it the best way I can. It was. When he was when he was like nailed him, in, like I could hear the crunching, but like it was, I could hear it from the inside out. Like it wasn't like I was hearing something. I could like feel it and hear it from the inside, and that that was that was the worst. That That's was gotta be worst. brutal. Golly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would not wouldn't suggest it. Wouldn't what suggest. is the most ridiculous like thing you saw in, in deathmatch? By far, oh. as a spect as a, <laughs> as a yeah, as a spectator. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I was at uh, the last time I was at GCW on New Year's. It was uh, Pondo and Matt Tremont. Are you talking and about the like, cinder block? Oh, yeah, dude, the cinder blocks. Uh, I don't yeah, know, I don't know the how cinder block I, thing. I, and then I saw uh, last year at Mania weekend last year in Dallas. It was Pondo and Hoodfoot. And Hoodfoot was underneath the stop sign, and Pondo just yeets the the center block at the stop sign. <laughs> oh. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how most still alive. Like I, ah. I don't know how, like I don't. The center. That's a big dude. Are, that's above my pay grade. Now, yeah. The center now, blocks are that's now, above my pay grade, man. Now I'm I'm gonna tread very carefully because mm-hmm. I don't mind the whole death match thing. I can watch it in doses. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it yeah, every yeah. match. 
Oh, but yeah. I, oh man, I just don't see how somebody could take a fucking cinder block to the head. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm not telling you. So, so this, this is your profession. I'm, I'm from the outside looking yeah. in. I'm not gonna Jim yeah. Cornette this. I just don't, yeah, don't see do that. No, 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 no. I just don't see how, like, I don't mind light tubes and barbed wire, but a cinder block to the head, like, oh. I look at the same way. Like I said, that's why I don't consider myself a deathmatch guy, because I, like, I'm like a baby deathmatch guy compared to some of these dudes. Some of these dudes are absolutely crazy. And it's just as bad as getting the weed whacker across your stomach. Man, that weed whacker's nuts, man. Sure. That weed whacker is. I think that's by far. For me, I saw I somebody. Feel- I saw a clip of somebody taking their face. No thank Ooh. you. So you know what I think? Yeah, so but right across the cheek. You know what I? And 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 this is also like I said, me looking on the outside. I've never took a weed whacker <laughs> shot to the stomach, so I can't sit here and Not say, yet. "Oh, that's that doesn't hurt any worse." But are you familiar with Abdullah Kobayashi? Oh yeah, yeah. So I remember it was years back. He did a TOD for CZW, where I don't, got the shit stuck in his head. Dude, what is what are yeah. those round things? Yeah, it's like those a are. Uh, it starts with like a K. Uh, it's it's a, a yeah, yeah. They're they're they put buildings together. Because uh, I, I remember what it's called, Joey yeah, knows they, this uh, one. Joey yeah, knows I, this I, one. I, I, yeah. I, 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 it's crazy, bro. Are you talking about those round things with the spikes and everything? Because I thought those yeah, were like put a roof. Yeah, I thought they were gardening spikes or something. No, it's made for roof. Yeah, they're okay. roofing yeah. material. Because but I remember, yeah. I don't remember who it was, but he put it on top of his head and fucking hit him yeah. with a chair oh, yeah. shot, and yeah. it drilled. Yeah, and him then, uh, oh, uh, about a couple months ago, him and like that dude wrestled Hoodfoot, and they re- and they recreated the spot. Oh, dude, it but took it like went, five it of them. Back. Yeah, they had to use pliers to pop dude, it. Dude, it I, took I heard like people bro, tell stories about yeah, it. Yeah, they learned how to get on they top. They said the sound. Actually, yeah, yeah. Just, they said it made. And you uh, see his scalp just like lifting, pops. like rising up. Yeah, yeah, I remember all these pop when they pulled him out. Yeah, I remember those yeah, backstage. That's I, I remember all those backstage. Intense, man. I remember all the backstage videos they put on the tournament desk after like all the medical footage yes. they include after. It's like, yeah, oh my dude. god. <laughs> I, still to this day, I think the most cringiest spot is uh, aside from Nick Gage doing the whole thing with the pizza cutter to John Moxley. Is DJ High pulling out those syringe? Oh, comes out and he does oh, it like right yeah. here, and it and like the needle goes through the cheekbone. Uh, oh yeah, I got a buddy. My, one of my good friends, uh, Dimitri Alexandro, you can look him up. That's like his new favorite spot to do. Because oh, I, I, I did a show last on Sunday, yeah. and him and one of my other buddies, uh, Morrison, had a death match. And he, yeah, he takes him in the mouth. And one time it was uh, Dimitri Hoodfoot and, and this uh, really good guy from Texas named Sky Della Cremosa. And it was probably one of the de- best death matches I've seen live. But it was just in the wrong place. They got the bar shut down because they bled in in the ball. Oh, so they had it was, oh, wow. it was brutal. But they did a spot where Dimitri had the uh, the syringes in his mouth. Yeah. And, well, first he, he held their hands down and he put them in their in their fingers like they were Wolverine. It was <gasps> awful. Then they yeah. Oh, then yeah. they cut him off and pulled him out of their hands and put him in. The, they put him in his mouth and then he and then he took a brain buster. From Hoodfoot with the with the oh my god, it was, oh, it was one of the craziest god. things. That ever is seen gnarly, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, was uh, crazy. it was crazy. It's funny. I've always had the fear of like when I would go to the dentist and that they'd spit 
that they stick yeah, the dude. injection right through my cheek, and now I see wrestlers oh, yeah. doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's just a now it's just a thing. I mean, by far, my respect goes out to those people that actually put their life, their oh, yeah. bodies on the line, yeah. literally yeah. for that, for t- our <laughs> entertainment. When, like, when Nick yeah. Gage died. Yeah, Nick yeah. Gage died. Literally, yeah. Yeah. I remember like there was one spot in I believe it was Mexico it was some guy I forget his name but it was like an older gentleman but he came out with a cinder block they were having a hardcore match and the dude had a cinder block and he threw it there was no stop sign there was nothing yeah. he literally like legitimately threw a cinder block and hit the dude in the head with it yeah that's that that's dude that dude you could literally that's call him a piece of shit yeah I because like, it was an, yeah, it was an uncalled spot the dude that got hit had to end up having brain surgery yes that's that fucking good. ridiculous dude that was on yeah, the top crazy. 10 wrestling so shout out to that guy for putting that on there because i never knew yeah, see, because it's people like that that give deathmatch wrestlers yes, such a bad thing because there's, there's actually there's some deathmatch wrestlers that are i mean i would put their actual wrestling ability take away all the glass and everything up against some of the top people in the in the in the yeah. country or in the world. Some of these guys, but I mean, and some of these guys, they make it. They don't just go out there and like bloody each other up for no reason. Like they, I mean, they tell they still tell stories and stuff with the glass and everything. Like they they come up with new new and different ways every single time, other than just hitting each other with light tubes. Like they come up with all kinds of creative ways. Like every time I do, every time I'm at one of these deathmatch shows, I see something new of them coming up with something. So it's 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 a lot more of a creative style of wrestling that I don't think gets enough yeah. like credit for how creative it is. Cause if cause of people like that, who will just go out and throw a center block in somebody's head without yeah. doing, you know, without making <laughs> yeah, for, it better than just throwing for, a center block in someone's head, you know, for, for, ex- for, for example, for example, there's a necro butcher who, who everybody thought yeah. was just death match, but he's a pretty good brawler. If you go watch yeah. like necro butcher versus Mojo oh, yeah. from yeah. ROH, yeah. that oh, yeah. match is just yep. so yep. brutal. Yep. You know what? Yep. You, you know what? I just watched I that on honor club the other day. Yeah. Oh, nice. Was that ROH? Uh, I thought that was IWA. Yeah, that was, that was Am I wrong? No, it was oh, it was no, 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 yeah, you're it was right. They did one yeah. for they did one for yeah, they, they, it, it, yeah, they toured it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one promotion I just I can't do IWA like the the whole E Rock oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Like after watching, yeah, he's, he's not, was it not the great. Queen <laughs> of Deathmatch where it's uh uh what's her name Mickey Knuckles Mickey Knuckles Mickey Knuckles. I love I love me. I love Mickey's Mickey awesome. By, by any so means, she's awesome. But, but that spot with Michael yeah. Levi, like, ooh. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. the dude was talking smack she's, and all that shit. And she is, in, she is an intense woman. She <laughs> shoot shoot the shit with this dude. I mean, like, I, I watched, like I rewatched the other day and, like, kind of getting stuff for the show. Like, kind of get everything situated for the show. And it's just like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Like, and I'm friends with Mickey on, on Facebook. I'm, yeah. I'm friends with her. She's yeah. pretty cool. I've thought about bringing her in on what a cave if to have as a guest on the show. Um, oh, yeah, I digress. But like seeing that spot, it's like, Oh, and then Ian rotten comes out and beats the shit out of these, oh. out of this innocent guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like that type of shit. In my opinion gives death magic, bad name. When you got guys like, Oh, it definitely does. Oh, well, like, <laughs> yeah, he ruined wrestling and, um, yeah, like, and he's the- blacklisting wrestling. Yeah. He ruined wrestling in that state. I can't remember what, where IWA is. Indiana. I it was Kentucky. Remember. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky. He got he got wrestling outlawed for like ten years in Kentucky. Yeah, he ruined the scene. Yeah. Yep. Now it's crazy. Now you're. I know you said that you dabble in death matches every now and then. Is there any? Mm-hmm. Was there anybody that ever or 
were there anybody in particular that influenced you to be like, Hey, you know, maybe I should try this death match thing as a fan. Like your Nick. Well, Mondo I mean, like I said, my, like my first, my first, uh, like my, I said, my, my first like exposure to wrestling was ECW. So I, I automatically fell in love with just the harder, just crazy people flying everywhere, throwing stuff, people style. And, uh, I mean, uh, Mick Foley was one of my favorites growing up abyss. Like I, I've always loved these dudes. So I, I've always, I've always loved, I've always liked deathmatch wrestling, I guess. So, but now like, I'm just, I'm in the perfect time where it's kind of like a blossoming thing where like some people are doing different things with it. You know, you can have a good deathmatch without just like slicing each other's throats with glass, yeah. you know, like there's people that are actually re- like that are respected in doing this. And then there's other people like we were just talking about that just go out there and, and just try to legitimately kill each other. So, and, but, but like you brought up, you brought up uh, thick Nick Mondo. he, he actually is probably the will go down as the, the bet, like the savior of deathmatch wrestling, the cre- yes. like one of the creators of, death, of deathmatch wrestling today. But he also said, like the best example he set was like, do you see that Drew Parker retired from deathmatch wrestling? Yeah, like last week or like, like oh yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's, I heard about it. That's that's Nick. Yeah, that's Nick Mondo's influence because he was he was one of the guys that was smart enough because Nick, Nick he retired at like twenty three. Yeah, it's been, it's yeah. been fifteen years since since Nick Mondo even wrestled. Yeah, like he he was retired. He was retired five or six years before I even started wrestling. So, so hey, who so was, it's been almost twenty years? Who was that? Who was that super fan in CZW that like emulated himself? After yeah, Nick what's his name? It was uh, it was he was uh, Rory, Rory Mondo. Brother? Yeah, you know whose brother that is? Who? That's 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 Drew Gulak's brother. No like shit. Rory no Rory shit. Gulak. No yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's Drew Gulak. Dude, that's, that's pretty Drew interesting. Brother. Now but I he, wonder. He did the same thing. He re, he retired too because uh, Nick Mondo came back in like 2009, as like a run in. Was it thirteen? I knew it was, it was like, like a that. yeah. It was a, run it was a surprise. Yeah, there was, injury his, it was or whatever. It was because that was that that, that was that dude's life. He was retired. I watched yeah, the yeah, no, he was he was because it was awesome. Of death. It was yeah. It was yeah because it, it was awesome because there was like a, they POD. showed a shot. Uh, I watched this little documentary thing. There was like a shot of that Rory that Rory kid on Nick Mondo's like shoulders when it came out teenager. And then, and then they recreated the shot at his last match. He put him on up on his shoulders, like like ten years later or whatever. And it was it was pretty cool. But that that was Nick Mondo. I believe like, that was the either the trade. I, I want to say it was from the trade. Yeah, it's called the trade. Yeah, yep. That the was trade. oh my god, such a that was great good. documentary. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I freaking Dude, loved it. Stuff. So here's a funny funny story I have. We tried to get Nick Mondo on the show last year. That did not go mm. well. So apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and this is how, and I, I might as well. Can I talk about it? Is it cool? Yeah. Okay. So I reached out to Signic Mondo about two times. I said, hey, mm-hmm. look, we got this up-and-coming podcast called Water Kayfabe. I would love to have you on the, on the show and talk about your time at CZW, talk about your your movies, your anything. It doesn't have to be wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, cool. Um I'm actually in the middle of doing some like productions and I'm kind of busy at the moment. Check back with me later on and we'll try to do something. So like a few months kind of passed by and I was like, Hey, uh, I don't know if you're so busy or not, but the offer still stands if you want to be a guest on the show. And what I got back was uh, no offense to you. I'm done with wrestling. I don't want to talk about wrestling. Plus I watched the episode and this is the episode where Vince, retires and the first like was it five minutes 
was myself getting cussed at, and we made a lot of dick references. This is going to be part of that. Now, I can understand that from his side of the thing. I can understand from a viewer's standpoint. But come on, dude. Like, we're over here. We're trying to have fun. Yes, we make up. I mean, we're guys. We're going to make freaking dick references. Freaking Joey's got a Pickle Rick shirt on. I mean, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rick and Morty. You, you can't get any raunchier than that. I, I love Rick and Morty. Uh, but, right, <laughs> but at the same token, it's like... My dog's name is Morty. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I was pissed. I was legitimately pissed because I was like... I, oh, I felt like I let Dan and Joey down. Because it's like... Um, I, I, it was probably more of the him just being done with wrestling. Because he, like, he hasn't done anything wrestling related I mean, in he a worked long with time. Like, like, he, he did the... the, the, the Productions for AEW. Well, yeah, but but he's yeah he's yeah, stuff. yeah he made, but he he's he gone did, uh, he's gone he from did that, now. that video. Yeah, that video that Moxley made when he uh, uh yeah. got released or whatever. I, I think, think he did that. I think Mondo did that. But yeah, such a Mondo good promo that, though. So. My God, such a good video. Oh, for sure. Fuck. You can tell if you watch if you watch that the trade. You can tell you can tell that he is. I mean, you know, he's soured on wrestling once. If you put your body through what he put his body through, I oh I yeah. I mean, it. the dude <laughs> fell off a damn roof. I mean, he fell off a two oh, yeah. two story freaking building and yeah, almost died. If you watch the trade, I mean, he explained it. He's yeah, like, he dude, broke I his almost back. died because yeah, he nuts, couldn't feel man. shit from the waist down. From I think from what I was yeah. told or from what I was heard, oh, yeah, and but, then like years later, Janella did the same exact spot, only it was yeah. a bigger building. And he almost died. Yeah, him and, but uh Yeah, him, him like him and him and all those guys, those guys are the ones that created Deathmatch Wrestling. And oh yeah. Like, the stuff they did is after, I mean, they took bumps. Because I always tell people too, like the reason I'm not like a full blown deathmatch wrestler is like I'm a, you can hit me with whatever. But some of the bumps these these guys be taking. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to throw myself off a building. You know, <laughs> that's, but that's crazy. It's like, I'm a big dude. I, I don't fly like that, bro. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> if I, if <laughs> I fall off, game over. <laughs> I jumped off. I'll jump off a stage. I'll jump off the ropes. I'll dive out of the ring. I'll do all that. Well, well, but off a building, they're going to have that. Well, let me ask you this. Have you, have you ever had like a ridiculous high spot happen to you? Like where I caught somebody or like I jumped. Oh, or if I do dives all the time, but like I've done suicide dives, I do over the top dives, I do all that. Like jump, I've jumped off the stages, but like the craziest one I've ever caught was I was wrestling Chris Carter. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, I was wrestling okay. him, and we were in this like fire station, and it had to have been it was easily twenty feet. And he like he like jumped out like the thing that they slot before they slide down the pole. The pole. Or he jumped. He he, he, he where, where that's at. He jumped out. He jumped out the window. So he skipped the pole and everything. He just jumped out the window onto me, and That's it was pretty. It was pretty intense. It was pretty. It was like I said. It was he was at least like eighteen to twenty feet in the air. It was. It was pretty crazy. That, so that's been the craziest. Like high and at GCW, uh, I was part. Uh, I was in a scramble, and they did a poison rod off the top on, outside onto everybody, and that was pretty crazy. Yeah, you, you admit. I was going to say, you had uh, mentioned that you had idolized Abyss uh, when you were growing up, yep. uh, and I know you had wrestled them. How was that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was fantastic. It was, I got to have four it was four matches with him, and like I learned more in that four or five months than I learned. Than I mean, that man is incredible. Did you have ten thousand? <laughs> like he still he still gives me advice and stuff. He's saying, oh, he did. Yeah, 
We had a monster. I had a monster's ball with the creator of the monster's ball. So that was that's fantastic. cool. Yeah, I hit. It was a triple threat. I hit a black hole slam in front of Abyss. <laughs> yeah, Abyss. So that was pretty crazy. You you can ask Nick and Joey. I've me. I've always been a fan of Abyss. Yeah. Uh, more. Abyss- this is great. I, I love that he's hired in WWE and doing all the backstage stuff since and you know, he deserves yeah, I was his, I was his last I was his last match before he got hired. My, like we had our we had our last match a week and a half before the Rumble and his first oh, day was nice. his first day was Rumble. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Abyss like during his his prime days. Yeah. Once uh, once he got like off into like decay and stuff like that, I lost the uh the uh ability to watch tna at the time so i kind of just yeah. kind of <laughs> but uh but yeah, man yeah. abyss in his prime so oh, yeah. underrated fantastic that is oh, so underappreciated yeah. Un- yeah yes underrated, uh, yeah, he, underappreciated. He, uh, he's always he's always been accused of being like a mankind ripoff like i don't even associate him with that but whatever no, no. <laughs> i would have said pain ripoff maybe but well God, apparently yeah it was just a mask yeah apparently and i've heard this from multiple sources that he did get an offer from wwe uh to do a program with the undertaker yeah. at wrestlemania 23 he, but he was such he a talked TNA about it. diehard yeah he talked about it in his uh hall of fame and his hall of fame speech i remember that i remember well, he, 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 he that. confirmed he confirmed it yeah he got Malfoy to go wrestle uh, Taker at Mania. And just and think no if that would have happened. He wanted just to stick how, with Impact. You think he was big back then. Just think if, if you were wrestling the Undertaker and then beat the Undertaker, which it wouldn't oh, happen. I mean, I but imagine, just think. I, must, I'm, I, I imagine he wouldn't, wouldn't go win. But. but you know what, though? You know what, though? But it would cool. I would have been happy for him, but you also got to think on the flip side, like what would WWE have done to the character Abyss? Yeah, you know they would. Well, it wouldn't be like the TNA abyss. No, he he's more of a like. I mean, he's more of like a like a he's like a wrestler's wrestler because I mean he's here he's here to make sure that he not only does he he succeed but he he's one of the few guys I've met that legitimately wants everybody else around him to succeed too. So he made the choice. He could go sign this probably million dollar contract or something like that. Or he could stay and, and help finish building what he has started to help and build. Yeah, and and now he's now he's a uh, yeah now he's a TNA Hall of Famer and he works at WWE now for the past it's been three years three years now or so he's been yeah there. something like that and yeah, I don't cause... I don't see and I don't see him not working there anytime soon so yeah because I remember <laughs> I remember during our Kid Cash interview uh, we brought it up I think matter of fact I think Nick brought him up mm-hmm. because uh, Abyss came in as Kid Cash's like hired gun yep. essentially. Yeah. And Nick asked Kid Cash, you know, how was it with Abyss backstage? He goes, couldn't have been any nicer. He yeah. said the guy he was such a teddy bear. Yep, yep. I mean, I remember those matches. My, one of my favorite uh, Abyss matches is him against AJ Styles in a steel cage match. On oh, the cage? Lockdown yeah, 2005 oh, for the NWA World match, Championship. Bro. And then, like, he yep. took that, oh, my God, that most brutal spot when, he, when Abyss slammed. Slam that oh, door. The, cage, the door. Face. Bro, that was, that was cringy, bro. I was like, oh, <laughs> bro. Abyss took a Styles yeah. Clash face first into thumbtacks. Yes. Yeah. Speaking bro, of that, I, I got that a funny match. story about that. that. Wild. Because I, I told Abyss that I had a spot that I wanted to do uh, where, like, I had them on the tacks and they move out of the way and I, like, missed the frog splash into it. And he, yeah. He was adamant that I don't do that because he said that that bump was one that bump was like top five worst bumps he ever took. 
because he got like a thumbtack stuck in his sternum or some shit. Ooh. And then I, I, I obviously didn't listen and I did the spot, but, <laughs> but it worked out. I didn't get a, I didn't get a, a thumbtack in my sternum. So it worked, or in my face or anything. So it worked out. Although I have had it in my face. So I took curb stop in the thumbtacks one time. That Ooh. was two, two of them. Cause of the, I took two of them because the person that I was wrestling felt like there wasn't enough tax in my face after the first one. Jesus so. Christ. Let's, uh, no, let's, let's yeah. do another one, Sam. You got, you got, you got one enough facial piercings. I just need to get a couple more. Right. Yeah. Like your Prince Albert? Be- best man. It's the, the person who was the best man at my wedding did that to me. So that's fun. That's, that's how wrestling Well, you know what? Awesome. You can, y'all, y'all two can share that bond for the rest of your like, life. Yeah. It's like, hey, cheers. Yeah. Hey, remember when you smashed my face? I was the best man at his wedding twice. <laughs> Oh, that man said it, twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had a he had a he had a secret wedding that's not so secret anymore in Vegas the year before his real wedding. Oh, there it was just me. His, his it was just me, his wife, me and my wife the first year, and oh, the there next you year go. was in front of everybody. So there you go. <laughs> we got we got to do it twice. <laughs> now, now, hey, I gotta I gotta ask you a question since I'm down here in Houston. Uh, uh-huh. What have you worked in front? Uh, the loco crowds are they pretty hostile? Because I know there was uh, what they're like an event where they completely trashed the ring. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, it was. Yo, it was. It was. <laughs> it was probably like <laughs> I wouldn't consider wrestling the safest working environment to begin with. <laughs> but it was. It was. That was definitely like they weren't, and they weren't even mad at me. But that was still definitely the most like hostile room I've ever been in because we we. And it, what's crazy about that whole feud is that none of that was supposed to even happen. I was supposed to wrestle Carlito at oh, that local wow. show, but Carlito had some family stuff come up, so he couldn't make it. So we threw this like this thing happened like two weeks before the show. I did a triple threat and lost the title to Kiefer Bartek, and then he said like he put the title on fire and threw it in the trash can. And like the local people are crazy, anyways. So like they had this whole thing like if I if if I didn't win the title back that they were gonna riot and shit. So we decided to see if it was going to happen. So I didn't. So like uh, Brian Keith came out and turned on me and cost me the match. And then like <laughs> one person threw one beer and then it just, it just started raining <laughs> just beer cans and bottles. And then, and then, it's, and then luckily like we got out of the ring and then the chairs started flying in. It was, it was oh insane. It, yeah. It was definitely, it was, it was, it was awesome and scary at the same time. Cause like, it was awesome because like as a wrestler to get a reaction like that, that's literally the reason that like wrestlers are go their entire lives and not get a reaction like that. So being a part of that was, was one of the best moments of my life, but it was also scary because it was real. Like, like it was different. Cause I was like, it was often like that whole dream of mine to have a reaction like that. Cause you hear like flares and all they talk about how awesome it was in the back. Yeah. Yeah. They might get stabbed. They get shit thrown at them. And like you hear about that. You're like, yo, that would, as a wrestler, you're like, yo, that would be freaking fantastic to live. But then like in the moment when shit's flying everywhere and like, it's not, a, it's not a work. Like, I mean, there was like, those people were legitimately mad throwing shit everywhere. So it was, it was probably the most awesome, like few minutes of my life. And, some of the scariest humans of my life, but yeah, local, the local fans there. I mean, Houston has been absolutely insane to me. Like Houston, Houston's literally changed my life because I uh, wrestled in Texas for the first time back in 2016. And I didn't wrestle again in Houston until that first DCW show I did uh, like last July or July before last, whatever it was. And that was the first time I wrestled in Houston or the, the first time I'd ever wrestled in Houston, but the, only the second time I ever wrestled in Texas. And uh, the reaction I got after that, 
And that GCW show made me get more GCW things and threes. I got to do that thing with Matt Cardona. Ooh. And then I got to go to the Hammerstein and do the thing with Matt Cardona too. So that was all because of Houston. And, Yo, the, I and then I got, that. I got wrestling GCW. Yeah. yeah, I wrestled I GCW before that. I wrestled at Loco. And then the local fans in Houston have like they've actually absolutely changed my changed my life like well, for real. <laughs> let me ask. Let me hang on in. Let me ask you this: How was it going from a local like the local wrestling crowd to yeah. the yeah. Hammerstein Ballroom, where yeah. it's like a packed house, a bunch of New York fans, and you know how they are if you watch ECW. How was that like going there as a wrestler? Oh, it was panic attack inducing. Dude, it was absolutely <laughs> insane. It was, bro. It was, it was, it was insane. It, like, it's crazy because I was talking to uh, one of my buddies who's on who wrestles on TV, and he was talking. I was telling him, I was like, I don't know how the, how you use like, like I, I get if I wrestled in front of like you know I wrestled in front of five people, I wrestled in front of five thousand people now, but like I cannot imagine walking out into like one of these stadiums it's got like 25 30 100,000 people at freaking WrestleMania like i don't <laughs> because it, it like that he he explained it right like it's like a blur because even at the Hammerstein there was like 4,000 people there or whatever right but it's like a blur like cuz you can't go out there like pick out you can't pick out like when you're walking down the ramp and in the ring stuff you can't pick out like one individual person or anything like that. it's just like it's just a blur and you're just in there trying to do your thing and and it's it's intense but the Hammerstein was that was that was a great experience. I got to go to the Hall of Fame thing the night before. That's uh, cool. that was freaking. I got to hang out with people that like a year or a few months before that I would have had to pay to, to hang out with or to like even meet. And I was in the locker room and stuff with them hanging out in the group. Like it was, it was like and that's why. Like I talking about Houston and GCW and everything. Like they've changed my life because my life went from zero to a hundred real quick about a year and a half ago. And it's yeah, I'm going to I'm 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 seriously going to have to check out another GCW versus Loco show next time it comes yeah. here just so I can yeah. say I've been to a GCW show. I yeah. I have yet to be at a Houston like wrestling show and Dan always mm-hmm. raves how like dude the the wrestling scene in Houston is amazing. I mean, you got oh, guys, like, guys like Brian Keith who is absolutely uh, killing the, it in the independent scene. He's the right best now. unsigned He's the best unsigned wrestler. Trying to get that man on the, the show, man. Right Spread the good word. And I will die on that hill. <laughs> I, I, I actually sent him a message uh, while we were doing the episode. I believe it was either Kit Cash or it was the the Cody Rhodes episode, if I'm not mistaken. It was one of those episodes, and I remember like, "Hey guys, let's get Brian Keith on the show." I mean, we got Sam Stackhouse. Yeah, we can dude. definitely get. If we can get Sam Stackhouse, yeah, hey, we can. Fantastic. You know? <laughs> so it's like. And plus, I've always wanted to interview him. I mean, the dude's absolutely amazing. I watched him in uh, Pally uh, Pro down in Houston, mm-hmm. which is another wrestling promotion. Um, yeah, I, I've worked. I've worked there before. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine, El Nastico, I think his name is Nastico. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's over there. I, met I, him I, last year. I got kicked in the nuts by Nastico two weeks ago. <laughs> he yeah. was actually down here I read, um, I, a couple weeks I got, ago. I, I wrestled Ray. I wrestled I wrestled Bo Amir at WrestleRave a couple weeks ago, which is one of his it's it's a person Nasco manages. It's like yeah. a seven foot tall dude. Um and I wrestled him at WrestleRave a couple weeks ago. And, yep. Nasco kicked me in the wing. He he liked my Penta like El Zero Mideo uh cosplay. Uh, he brought another guy with him and I was like, dude, I gotta get a picture with you. And I've yeah. I had asked him to be a part of the podcast, but we never really talked about it. Yeah. Uh, Love to get him on the podcast. I know. Yes, I didn't know you guys were from Houston. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I am. Dan's from Houston. I'm I, next door to Dan. I'm from Louisiana. Ah, and, right. and, and, and I'm in St. Louis. <laughs> so we like to try completely different areas. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, in, like, I'm in Oklahoma, so I'm just in between all of them. Pretty much. Well, you're more up yep. north to Dan than you are to me. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it's myself, Dan, and Joey. That's basically what we yeah. were. We were yeah. our, our actual podcast name was almost called the Bermuda Triangle or the Death Triangle Podcast because <laughs> that's basically what we were. Ow. We were a giant triangle because I live here, Dan lives here, Joey lives there. So <laughs> it's like my buddy Dave is like, oh, well, I got a booth for, for uh, RetroCon. How come you can't get a water cafe booth? Well, stupid if you don't realize, two of my co-hosts, my producer lives all the way in Bumpuck, Missouri. The other one lives in freaking Houston. How about you want you want to pay the airline tickets to come to down Louisiana? No. Okay then. Then don't worry about what a kayfabe. You're the media manager. Know your role. It only hey, it only takes me about three hours to get to your place. <laughs> in the words of the great Scott Hall, I got my... don't sing it. Bring it, Chico. So are you near? Uh, hold on. Where is this at? I'm actually near New Orleans. If that makes any sense. Well, I can't look right now because it's on this phone. Because I'm, I'm making my Louisiana debut in June sometime. Oh, shit. I don't remember Word. where. But at, uh, what's it called? Bayou Independent Wrestling or something like that. Okay. I'll be there. Because I, I work for them in Mississippi. But they do okay. they do Mississippi, Louisiana, and Arkansas. And I guess there's a show we have a on the Friday night in... In Louisiana, and then the Saturday in Arkansas. I think we have a, Saturday and Sunday. we have a wrestling promotion called Action Packed Wrestling that's coming back. Um, they're going to be in Plaquemine, um, yeah. and I'll be there along with my good Thank friend, uh, Mister Preston Bentley, uh, who's a manager. Uh, he's from the group called House of Bentley. One of my best friends. He'll be a part of. The, he'll be part of the show, and like a lot of people from that area from that and it's like almost towards baton rouge area and i'll be making my yeah, black man debut nice. you know i had louisiana's, louisiana's another one of the hard ones because of the promotion or the uh the commission there yeah oh you ain't never lying bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, last i think missouri it's, I, it's a tie between maybe a tie between missouri and but, louisiana but, i yeah, I, I I hate the Missouri Commission because most most yeah. because of this. I'm I'm in St. Louis, so I'm near the Illinois border. So every show yeah. is actually hosted in Illinois mostly because everybody going because yep. they have but no they commission. call it St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I know because the GCW shows they say St. Louis, but they weren't in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with us, Louisiana. Sense. We have a we have a we have a freaking commission as well, but yeah, yeah we had oh, a steel yeah. cage yeah, match last year. Yeah. We had yeah. a steel cage match and a TLC match combined, nice. and we had a guy that climbed up the. And this was, a, I believe, it was an eighteen foot steel cage. Yeah, it was he a big ass cage. He climbed the cage, and when he got to the very top, the the cage shaked a little bit, and I'm thinking like, oh my god, this. Either this dude's going to have a holy shit moment or we're going to have another Owen Hart moment where he falls, mm. but it's right there it's on the weird. ground. And it's like, oh, my God. But he ended up doing the spot well, and it was freaking amazing. Um, and then there was actually blood, which is like, 
Yeah. Yeah, well, well, what the hell? That's We're not crazy. supposed to have blood. What the fuck? So, but like, that's crazy. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not saying ECW did this all the time, but at least in Missouri when I came here, they actually strapped a blood bag to the underneath the table. Oh, that's sick. Well, see, Missouri's Missouri's main problem is not even like the the rules that they that you have to follow. It's the like they charge like you have to pay a dollar yeah. for the ticket you sell. Yeah. Like, even even if you give a ticket away, and, like and, if you give a comp ticket to somebody. They still charge you. So if you do a yeah. charity show, you still have to pay them a dollar for every person that comes yeah. to the charity and, show. And, and That's the part have, that I'm like. And, and I know you have to have an ambulance on site all the time. All the females have to get pregnancy yeah, tests. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I mean, that, that I'm not necessarily against that one because some yeah. of these. Some of these chicks, some of these, as, as a wrestler, I know the crazy stuff I would do, like that if it was wrong with me and still wrestle. And I know good and well some of these chicks would still wrestle if they was pregnant. So, yeah, probably. I'm not against that one. And like, so, like, because I'm not even against the commissions. Like, I think, I think that like you should have to have license and get like I'm okay with getting physical and blood work. I'm okay with all that. But like, when they come in and like with like the certain states that treat wrestling like it's MMA and stuff like that, like. Those those places need to chill a little bit. <laughs> like yeah. if you're having to do blood pressure tests and like and like they're they're like checking still like checking like for real checking your gear and all this stuff. Because like I've had people like there's one time the commissioner in Oklahoma she actually got in trouble because she was trying to check people's bags. And like whenever they get to stuff like that, like that's too much. Like I said, like I'm 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 okay with like getting the physical every year, getting the blood work done every year. I'm perfectly fine with that because I mean I think like. If we're bleeding all over each other, we probably should be getting our blood check. That's yeah. that's not a thing that I'm a, I'm against. Yeah, I'm but not, like I said, I'm, whenever you're having a like if you have a charity show and you're trying to raise money for something and you have two or three hundred people come up for that for that show and you've got to give three hundred dollars to the commission, yeah, that's a little bit much. Yeah, it, it just like it, 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 it's so it seems like a cash grab basically by the state. Oh, it definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, for sure. No, 100%. hey, let me ask you a question real quick, brother. Do you have any Houston dates? Oh, snap. Up? I'll be there April fifteenth for a death match tournament. So <laughs> promotion. Speaking of that, uh, Wrestle Rave. It'll be at the same place that Loco's at. Uh, the Houston Premier Arena. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, I heard you say the Wrestle Rave. It's called the. Yeah, I know. I like that. Yeah, it's called the uh, Death Triad Tournament. I did it last year too, and I'll be in it this year again. I got last year. I got shot with a Nerf gun that had thumbtacks on the end of the bullet. Oh Jesus so Christ! <laughs> well, yeah, last year. Last year. Oh, it was so crazy. So it's like a deathmatch tournament where they're triple threats. So there's nine people or whatever. And there's tri- there's two triple threats and then the main event's a triple threat. So, uh, but every match had like weird stipulations. So ours was a thumbtack shot match or some shit like that. Thumbtack jello shot match. So there was like a swimming pool full of thumbtacks. There's probably, probably 20,000 thumbtacks or some shit. And like they're poured out immediately. So everything we do in the star match, there's thumbtacks everywhere. But every 90 seconds, we had to stop and take jello shot. And mind you, they did not work these jello shots. So these were legitimately pretty strong jello shots. So we're in this death match, and every 90 seconds, it was me, uh, Hardbody, and uh, Casanova Valentine. So, and also in this tournament, I'm the only like not death match guy. And this year, it's even crazier because this year they've got Hoodfoot in it, Doctor Redacted, uh, Madman Pondo's doing it. Like, oh, so wow. there's like legitimate death match people in it this year. So it's gonna be crazy. But uh, Satu Jin is in it too, so there's gonna be some pretty like. But anyway, so we have to take every yeah every ninety seconds we've got to take this Jello shot. So through the match, and we go. It's probably got like twenty seventeen to eighteen minute match, something like that. 
So we're progressively legitimately getting a little tipsy by the time this match is over with. And then always when I'm in Houston now, like all the, all the uh, fans will be, they'll be passing me joints and stuff too. So I'm like, I'm legitimately getting a little jacked up during this match. It was crazy. And it was like, we're bleeding everywhere. It was, it was crazy. That stuff like that only happens at the Houston Premier Arena. That place is a whole, like it's a whole little vibe thing. Cause like people don't come there. Like I always tell people loco is so special because it's not just like, it's not just a wrestling show to the, to like the fans that come there. Like it's like a time for them to see their friends. Like the GCW show versus the local show last time, it was in like February or something like that. And it's, there's no air conditioning or heating in this, in this building. No. So it's like, like there, you could see, like I went back, I watched, I wrestled uh, Dante Leone on that match for the local title and you can see our breath. It's so cold. And <laughs> so, so like at the, at intermission, they have to set up this cage for the main event, and it takes them like forty-five minutes. The fans are legitimately outside, and they set up. They started a bonfire in the alley. <laughs> and like the first time, the first time I came to this arena, I pulled the corner, and there's like a dude taking a shit on the corner. Oh my god! So, yeah, the, 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 Houston, the Houston Premier Arena is it's a whole ass vibe to itself. It's my, it's my it's fun. like Loco's experience, and not just a wrestling show. It's crazy. My buddy go, my buddy Jesse. Uh, if you're watching, uh, goes to a lot of the Loco shows. He says it's almost like a fucking mm-hmm. stoner promotion. Like it's, it, it is. It, it, oh, it, it definitely is. One hundred percent. They had a dime bag in the in the a dime bag in the bank match. Yeah, they had a yeah they had a dime bag in the bank match or a dime bag in the bank ladder match. Yeah. Oh, so it was a briefcase of weed. RVD, so. if you're watching this, go to yeah. wrestling. Yeah, dude, sign up for this one, bud. Sign up for this one. Go, it's go, fan, go. It's it's fantastic. But like I said, it's a yeah, it's just a whole vibe. Like it's a whole little family thing down there. Didn't they like, shut it down? I might, I might know your friend. No, like that. Like he's just taking a break because there's another oh, local show. Oh, okay. So he just took, he just needed a little break. He just needed a little break. I, I, I told my buddy, I told my buddy Jesse that you were coming on the show. He's like, man, fuck, tell a dude. I said, what's up? And he was like, what's his man, last I name? Need a, he, he, he was, what's that? What's his, what's, last his name? Name? what's his last name? Ortman? Jesse Ortman? I'm pr- I probably know him because, like I said, if he, if he knows me and he talked to me in Houston, I probably know him. Well, he was like, he was like, man, I need to get, I need to see if I can get you Ninja Max um, oh, information. He, he's like Ninja Max, one cool fucking dude. Well, he I, he did. Uh, I got him hooked up on another podcast I did, so I'll put in the word for you. Is he? I did. I did another one uh, a couple like a month or so ago, and they, they he was still in Japan, and they interviewed him from Japan. Yeah, because he was doing boy. Noah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's still, yeah, he, he is. He's he's home now for like, for I think it was like two weeks, and then he's going back for three months. Wow. Yeah, dude, the dude's he's, fun to watch. I, I, I will say that I've watched Bro. him at GCW a couple Yo. times, and and he hasn't even done like it's not. <laughs> what he's not even his like, full potential. It's like ten percent. Bro, yeah. it's like ten percent of what he can actually. Didn't do. he had a match? Dude, was it Mike has, Bailey? He had a match with that was like yeah, very good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. Was like I don't think he's capable a, of having oh, was it Joey Janela? They had like a scaffold. No, it was. It was. It was. No, it was. It was. It was speedball, and they, who was also another. That dude is. Oh, dude, that, that, dude that been, dude's fun. That dude's been instrumental for me. Like he watches my hands matches and down. Gets, like he's. Yeah, he's like he's one of the greatest. But, uh, he's the greatest hands right down, now. My favorite wrestling oh, yeah. impact yeah. right now. Yeah. Isn't he fighting? And who's was, he wrestling at? Um, the next GCW event? Or no, Coda? No, 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 he's no, wrestling. No, uh, no that's, Suzuki. that's not at GCW. That's an impact. But he, he's wrestling at Bushi on Mania weekend. 
That's it. He's got a Bushi. He's got a Bushi. He's got a Bushi and Osprey on so, uh, Mania weekend. I, I forgot Ooh. to. I forgot to let you know, Dan. This is for you. Uh, What's up, Bubba? In addition to meeting McFoley, um, I met the one, the only, the man that did Jason Voorhees. Oh, met, nice, Kane Hodder. The one, the only, the legendary Kane Hodder. I, I tried real hard to get him on the show, but he's like, "I don't do wrestling pro. I don't do wrestling podcasts, brother." It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you know what? You know, it'd be a badass match to see. That's fucking cool. You uh, let's fantasy book just for ten seconds. Ninja Mac versus. Okay, if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry. Vikingo. Vikingo. Bruh. Vikingo. Yes. Take, take all of my money. Take, every Take single all of that, bitch. dude. Did you do? Did you see him at that GCW show? Do that springboard off the yeah. middle rope, six thirty like to the table. Like that yeah, same. Yeah, bro. Like him and Joey. Like him and on New Year's, they still couldn't. They still couldn't show uh, Vikingos matches yet because it was yeah. New Year's Eve. I think it was like New Year's Day. They could or whatever. But him and Joey had a freaking like they. It was it was crazy. Now you're him talking and about Janela, right? Insane. Yeah. Yeah. They had a freaking crazy match on New Year's Eve. It Dude, was freaking another insane. good one that's pretty fun to watch. Uh, Alex Zane, yeah, oh, yeah, Alex, yeah, Alex Zane. Sure. I remember watching him. Was it Backyard the Wrestling? Sauce, sauce guy. Yeah, yeah, the sauce, the sauce dude. Um, the yeah. guy who he did like a six thirty, like he did a springboard. I believe it was a six thirty, and he hit somebody yeah, like through a door. It was insane. Yeah, I think it was yeah, one of the crazy. backyard shows. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the very yeah. first one. Like that was my introduction to Alex Zane. I'm like, this dude's gonna be big. Yeah. Like, and he, sure enough, he was in WWE. He was in when it. it was like, yeah, I was gonna say he wasn't. He was in NXT for a while, but yeah, he, he was, was on NXT. Was like he on AEW too? For a cup of coffee? A little bit. Yeah. He might have been. Yeah. It was like I one imagine. of the dark episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Everybody's doing everything now. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, are you? Um, is there anything particular uh, Mania weekend other than Mania you're looking forward to, man? Like the collective? Uh, well, I got the collective. Yeah. So yes. I don't know, dude. Don't know what I I'm doing. The I have to. Yeah, dude, yeah. and then Impact okay. is kind of doing. Be there for you pay that, that four ninety nine for Fight Plus. It'll be able to all be on there. Yeah. I might, I might have to subscribe to Fight Plus because I have yet to do it. No, I was I think, saying. Oh, good. Joey did it. I, I believe Joey's got Fight Plus. I subscribed to that day one when it got announced. I have yet. I just haven't had yet. I think my toilet's still running. Hang on one second. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say that Impact is kind of doing their own version of Forbidden Door, man. They just announced either yeah. today or yesterday Kenta versus Minoru Suzuki. Like, that's going to be a fun match. That's, that's going to be a hard hitter. Yo, and then, and, and there another, they, they announced another match. Um, I don't remember what it was. They're doing Speedball versus Kenta. The, or not speed, Kenta, but Speedball versus Ibushi is on that show, too. That's yeah. it. Okay, it's either, that's it's it. either, it's either, well, that, he's, it's either that one or Speedball versus Osprey. Cause I know he's, uh, Osprey. No, it's Speedball versus Osprey. Weekend, so. It's Ibushi. Is it on that one? Yeah. The Ibushi, Ibushi versus Speedball at Bloodsport. Okay. Yeah. Bloodsport. Ibushi's GCW. That's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah. And then, them Bloodsports. Yeah. Will man. Osprey and uh, Speedball is at the other one. Another, another, still, like, still. I, I feel like Speedball could do so much and the man's got so much potential. But the crazy thing is, oh, yeah. he's been wrestling for like what fifteen years. Yeah, you know what it's I mean. Been and he's been—I yeah. think he just wrestled in Canada at one point. 
he's from Canada. Yeah, he can't come here for like five years. Visa issues. So it's like now he's coming to the states. And man, oh, yeah. he's been killing it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it was crazy because uh, on New Year's Eve, he could wrestle. But then on New Year's Day, he couldn't wrestle because his, his visa expired on New Year's. Oh. He had to go back to Canada for a week. That's <laughs> one guy. So now, now, where is, speed, where is Speedball from? Canada. Canada. Just say Canada. Is it Canada? No, no. Oh, God. Yeah, he's from Canada. Yeah. He's French Canadian. He's got like a, a crazy real name that I, I can't say, pronounce. And then he's so. married to uh, John Pierre Veda Scott. Scott, yeah, it's John, yeah. yeah it, it is something like that. It's uh, and she's, a, like, and she's uh, doing the announcing for GCW now. It's ML, ML something crazy. MLJ, <laughs> MLJ or something like that. Well, that ML, MLJ is the ML is the uh, that's the ring announcer for GCW, but uh, uh, Speedball's name is something crazy French. <laughs> oh, speak, hey, speaking of ring announcers, I know this is kind of a little out of left field, but uh, you hear who's going to XPW, dude? Fucking Larry Legend from CZW. Oh, nice! Yeah, a, he got he. It's a random acquisition. <laughs> I, I, I know, and Nick is stunned. Nick is stunned that I said Larry Legend is. He usually so stunned. He froze. Dude, he is so baked right now. <laughs> Larry Legend coming to coming to XPW. Nick, you look. You were so frozen. You look like you were baked off your ass, dude. <laughs> you were literally like this, bro. Well, I mean. I tried to fix my internet the best I could. No, it's it's working a lot better. It's working but a lot yeah, better. It, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. freezing up like it was with Beer City Bruiser. But yeah, Larry Legend, an absolute great ring announcer. Underappreciated, in my opinion. He does all oh, the sure. uh, the no hose mart shit. I know that for a fact. Yeah, but I'm 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 taking a very strong liking to the uh, GCW announcer. I can never remember what his name is. MLJ. MLJ. I like Here's that. The thing. Yeah. I like him. Oh, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. But man, yeah. his choice of clothes, man. Like, <laughs> dude, his, hey, bro, his choice of clothes. That's the point. No, well, no. Why you yeah. on him? He got that drip, boy. Those are vintage shirts he Like, that Scott, that was a Razor Ramon shirt. It was one of the shows. And yeah. I'm just like, I want yeah. that fucking shirt, man. Like, yeah, yeah. His shirt's yeah. Those are the fucking classics. gnarly, dude. He's got some yeah. pretty badass yeah. shit. He's got like WCW pants. I yeah. Think one show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a WCW yeah. pants. I'm like, yep. bro, this dude's fucking awesome. Like, I used to not like this guy. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I like he's, you. He's, you I love, any man that I has WCW of, crap on you deserves a liking, in my opinion. You know what? I have a that question. That's one of the bucket list items having him announced. Do you have any fun Nick Gage stories in your time with GCW? <laughs> the best one is we were at Walgreens in Vegas and uh, he was like, Nick, Nick is like filling his arms with like, uh, with like muffins and like candy bars and shit. And Brett, the uh, promoter of GCW was like going behind him, like trying to sneak it out and putting like fruit and shit in his arms and stuff. And he's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> it was funny. And, and Brett was like, you don't be eating all this. And he's like, he's like, I eat this every day. And Brett's like, I know. <laughs> It was fantastic. It was the most Nick thing because he's like, he's like, filling his, yeah, he's like filling his thing with sweets and fucking uh, Brett's trying to slowly replace him with, with fruits and shit. And he's like, what is this shit? Where's my gang at? I, I, I yeah. would love to get him on here. I, where's I, my fucking oh, dude, food at? Yeah, he's like, where's my fucking muffins at? Yeah, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> i tell you what. The dark Eat little the Debbie. Oh, fucking Fuck Debbie. <laughs> It's just crazy how he like he'll be he'll be bleeding from like ear to ear and have cuts everywhere and he'll just be having a normal conversation with you. 
and like he like makes every person like he's he's one he's one of the, he's also one of like the true just good souls in wrestling because like he yeah. he takes the time to make it like if he talks to him, like he takes the time to make you feel like like you're actually talking to him he's not just like all right kid like, yeah, get yeah, out of here. like he, yeah like no nah, he's like he's he's fantastic which all the gcw guys have been have been awesome to me so i can't i can't say a bad thing about any of them They've well let me ask you this um what do you think about ricky shane page ricky shane page at the time as the GCW world champion. I mean, Ricky was cool to me too. And he's, and he's a great, like he's, he's another underrated guy. Like he's a fantastic wrestler. Dude. He's like, in a stable I mean, just, with just not even without the death match, like, Yeah. Like, he is a, he's a fantastic wrestler. So I'm glad to see that because he's an MLW, right? Yeah. yeah he's got, he yeah, just, he's, he's under yeah, Raven's yeah. wing, dude. It's called the yeah, calling. So now. That that's, is, their, that's their name. Yeah. So that's, that's fantastic along, for him. Cause yeah, he, he's, with, He's definitely one of the one of the deathmatch guys that's underrated as far as they're like another you know with their another te- their technical talent abilities. I would love to have on the show uh, Akira, Akira the deathmatch Oh, he's match great samurai. too. He's oh for sure yeah he's awesome. Too, I man. love watching that guy wrestle. Like it, I don't know what it is. I guess because he's got a mohawk. Like you are truly, <laughs> but it's like and I try to get him on the show. I was like, bro, look. We could bond together. We both got mohawks, bro. Like we look awesome <laughs> together. It'd be great for you to come on the show. And all I got was just a yellow heart. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah, he's he's cool. But no, him and RSP are in a faction with uh with Raven called the Calling. I'm actually intrigued to see how this is gonna turn out because like it's like what Dan said. Yeah, that's pretty And with Raven of all people, like if there's any great mind in the wrestling world, it's one hundred percent Raven. I mean Ra- Raven Ra- Raven's skin uh like shoulder surgery and uh, I think it's yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, he said he's going to return to the ring. I'd be curious how yeah. it is. But you know what the only thing that sucks mm. about that, though, is not Raven returning to the ring. He's probably one of the greatest minds in professional wrestling. Yeah. But the only thing that sucks about the whole MLW thing, they only signed a 10-episode deal to Reels, and they're already almost up. So when that goes, they're not going to have TV, which really yeah. sucks because MLW is a fun promotion to watch. Not only that, they yeah. probably will go back on YouTube I think them on YouTube was a great thing because it's free, number one. And number two, yeah. you look at today's media, right? You look at AEW. AEW's with dark and dark elevation. They put all their shows on, on YouTube and it's free. At the time, NWA put their show Power. It was on it was on YouTube and you could catch it for free. Fast forward all the ads and all the bullshit and you can watch it. Same thing with MLW. MLW would drop an episode every week, and it was it was really good. You know what I mean? So I kind of hope they return that if they do already. Um, but yeah, it sucks that they only have like a ten episode deal with reels. You know what I mean? Like it's just I want MLW to kind of branch out and become like that third great company, aside from your WWEs, your Ring of Honors, your Impact, AEW. All that stuff. NWA, on the other hand, now, no, absolutely not. I do not want to see NWA rise up because it's n- and, and look, to be real, and this may piss some people off. This is just my thought. The fact that you got a walking behemoth moron as a champion is just it's not good for business. And I mean, no oh. disrespect to Tyrus. I just I'm not a fan of this dude, bro. He's. I don't know. When I think NWA world champ, it's not him. It's Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, yeah. If it's not him, it's fucking Trevor Murdoch. 
this is the real world's champion right here, right? Yeah. Well, take out that WWE logo and yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I got this belt for free, bitch. All right. Hey, bitch, uh, I got my belt signed by Mick Foley. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> and he was super cool. Like, I met him. We talked about the Attitude Era, man. It's like, man, I was like, I was like five years old when you got thrown off the cell. I was like, yeah, well, everybody tells me that kind of good stuff. Ha, ha, ha. Sign the belt yeah. and all that shit. Like, he was super cool. Mick Foley. Yeah. A lot of people say he's super cool. He definitely was. He even had his little dude love wig, which I find hilarious. And he had his little mask. And it's like, well, let me ask you this. Why, why are you sitting next to me? Um, the mask that you have, is that legitimately real leather? It's like, yeah, that's, it was based off a of catcher's mitt. I never knew that. I've heard stories and rumors like, oh, it's actually based off an of actual catcher's mitt or whatever the case may be. But I was like, I got to ask the man himself. I, I want to know if this is true or not, because, I mean, I grew up watching this guy along with Taker, along with Kane, along with the DX and the Rock and Stone Cold, like all of them. I want to know if this shit's real. You know what I mean? So, and we had a, oh God, like a five, 10 minute conversation about the attitude there and how great it was. And I was like, bro, hands down, my favorite gimmick that you had was the Commissioner Foley gimmick. It was fun. Yeah. So fun. And awkward silence is coming in. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know if you froze or what. My bad. No, no, no. Uh, now he did. I was going to say, you did that time. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wait till Nick gets back because I think we're going to. I was um, just waiting to see. Wrapping up. I'm about ready to wrap this up. There you go. So, this, yeah, my connection's unstable. I know this. We're trying to fix the damn thing, and yeah, you want to still act stupid. So, this is the time where we want to give it to you. Uh, where where can we find you? Where can we, you know, all your social stuff? So, without further ado, take it away, man. Uh, you can find me pretty much on every Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, uh, the same Stackhouse. Uh, there's the same Stackhouse.com is also a thing. Uh, my merch is going to be available for sale soon on there where you can just order it. We got merch. Uh, Cause I make all my, make all my own merch. So I got stickers, rolling trays, t-shirts. I do all of it myself. I also do other wrestler stuff. Uh, it's pretty, it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, as far as live, uh, I got some, well, I'll be in Colorado. In, on the 24th and the 25th, I'll be in Colorado Springs 24th and then uh, Denver on the 25th and the 26th. So I'll be there. Friday, I'll be in Denver Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, that's going to be my Colorado debut. debut so that's looking forward to that. Um, I got Oklahoma's first death match coming up next month. So if you're in the Oklahoma area, I might see that. If you're in Denver area, come and see me. I'll be in Texas again. Uh, April 29th is the uh, death match tournament down there. Um, I know the next day after that, I'll be in, uh, Waco, Texas. Oh Lord. Heart of Texas. Yep. So got some big shows coming up. I'll be, I'll be that many, I'll be in LA for many a weekend. So if any of y'all are out at the, any of the cons or any of the shows there, come out and say hi. So be hanging out. <laughs> oh yeah. Hell yeah, man. I might have to hit up that death match. Uh, that, that's what I was Houston. about to say. I might have to yeah, hit that death match out. thing, man. Come on up. Tag along with old Danielson over there. Because here's the thing, I've uh, when I go to Texas, right? 
we always almost meet each other because like I'd be posting on yeah. Facebook and I mean I just got back from a cruise not that long ago. Yeah. We went eating uh, Galveston at uh, the Rainforest Cafe. Damn, got all salty about. It. He's like, "Oh, you could have told me because you know I live about an hour away." Like whatever. <laughs> it's like, well, dude, I didn't know. I'm with my in-laws and with my my, well, my well, extended well, family. J- just meet on the yeah. April 29th and bond over blood. <laughs> Bond over blood. <laughs> next, next, then in the following week, me and Dan will have probably uh, not COVID is the uh, other word with, with the blood, the tetanus shit. Herpes. Anyway, yes, and then I got all my shit. By the way, before we go. Do you watch the current wrestling product? Oh yeah, I watch. I watch more wrestling. I'm this entire time I've had wrestling on the screen right here. I watch. I watch. I, I might watch more wrestling than any person I know. That's that's pretty much all. Like the only the wrestling and TikTok is pretty much the my source of entertainment. Literally, what I watch: horror movies, wrestling, anime, TikTok. That's it. Yeah. Now speaking of horror movie. I just got done finishing up uh, Terrifier 2. And oh my fucking god, I love that movie. That is definitely up there as one of my all-time favorite horror movies. It's Have you ever seen it, Stan? I've seen the first one. I haven't watched the second The one. first one's wild. Isn't it like, isn't the like, second one takes it, is, is turns first, up to 11. Is that the one with that like clown-looking mask? Yeah, Art the, the, the Clown. Guy, with the fucking teeth. Yes. Yeah, dude, that's isn't, crazy. Isn't Chris Jericho involved in it or something? Yes, yes, he he's is. at the very end of Terrifier Two. Yeah, it's 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 this guy right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I, it's I watched the first because it's on Netflix, right? No, that one's on Tubi. Is that on Netflix? The first Tubi. one's on Tubi. Well, this, okay, well, I watched the first one somewhere because I remember watching. Because I remember seeing that. Yeah, I know. It's on uh, either Voodoo or YouTube or YouTube, and I got it off of YouTube. Yeah. Dude, the second one, really quick before we go, when he's on top of that woman and he's slicing her up, and he's oh sits, man, he's oh. salt in her back. I'm like, dude, Jesus. literally, dude, take Terrifier one and turn that bitch up thirteen notches. I mean, oh, it's and it's like he pours the salt and like he pours the acid first and he pours the salt. I can't right confirm. After. The first can't thing I thought the about, salt in the wound sucks. The first thing I thought was I think it was Sick Nick Mondo and Jason. Or no, it was Messiah. And Messiah just had his thumb cut off, right? And it was like a spot. Mm. Nick Nick Mondo comes out with like a bucket of freaking salt and just pours it all over the ring. No, that mm. was wife. That was wife beater. Messiah. Yeah, it wasn't, it, wasn't Messiah. it was wife beater in the first tournament Not of Messiah. death. And I know that, but mm. anyway, he pours salt in the woman's like all over her face, like ass all over her face, and he just like Mortal Kombat the shit out of her, just yanks the face off. I'm just like, bro, that is wild. Like, this movie, man, if, you, if you're if you a big fan of horror movie, if you're a big fan of gore, slasher-type stuff, Terrifier 2, too, man. That is the way to go, in my opinion. Fucking love that movie. So, just wanted to share that a little bit because we're talking about good stuff. Check it out. Go check it out. Um, this wraps up our interview with Sam Stackhouse. Once again, we want to send a special shout out and a special thank you to Sam Stackhouse for winging us, dealing with my internet problems because my internet wants to decide to act like a bitch. 
And also hanging out with us. Um, Sam, if you ever want to come back on the show, you know where to holler at us. Hey, listen, for part two. I don't, I, don't, I don't do much during the week anymore. I don't, I don't live like a real life anymore. I get to wrestle and I get to like, like I, I've been telling people, like I, I'm living a crazy life the past couple of years. So I get to do something I love and take care of my family by doing it. And it's insane. So <laughs> anytime you want me, just hit me up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, in that case, we're going to wrap. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it anyways. We're going to wrap up the show, everybody, I guess. And Nick's in Frozen Land. What's <laughs> <laughs> so. up real quick? Again? Again? I'm frozen? Really? <laughs> God. If it's not Dan with a shitty background, it's me frozen up. Anyway. <laughs> if you like what you see, head on over to youtube.com forward slash what a kayfabe. Check out all of our past videos and other stuff. If you're considering subscribing, please hit that subscribe button and tap that bell on the notification bell. You don't miss any of our stuff whenever we go upload our video. Um, we also got merch. Check out our link tree. We got merch. We got all kinds of good shit. T-shirts, hats, underwear, cooking aprons, mugs. <laughs> Anything and anything, we have it. So, with that being said, I am the Venomous One, Nick Venom, along with my two good friends, Sagley Crocker and Dan. I'm too big for what for what a kayfabe, mother effing man, and we are out of here. Gentlemen, as you know, the Ultimate Warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that. Damn it! Who put that up? Is that two hundred dollars an hour? That's all. Oh, me gusta.